What was the first thing? Can I just ask you guys quickly? What was the first thing uh, you thought you were going to do after they lifted the last lockdown? Uh, just a quick wait round, Angelo. Uh, play basketball. Alana? Oh, go party. Party Dom? drinking. Find a girl and send me one breed, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get it out with a straight face. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out yeah. Dom's girl, yeah? <laughs> this was lockdown one. Lockdown one, not lockdown two. Long time ago, long, long time Shock. ago, long time ago. Long, long time ago, long time ago, long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Shout, shout out to our... <laughs> Nothing happened. Shout out to our number one fan, Heather, Heather Thompson. <laughs> it's all joke, isn't it? <laughs> Banter. <laughs> Banter. <laughs> Yo, what's the next topic, man? <laughs> Move! Help me! Help me! <laughs> uh... get that good old fashioned whooping. dropped after the Christmas holiday. Okay. Okay. Well, I noticed none of you said, the, you know what the first thing Boris Johnson did? The first thing Priti Patel did? Scheduled a deportation flight for the wind rush. Bastards. <laughs> and it, this was a flight which, which was delayed previously, months ago after the backlash, because these people are British citizens. I'm not sure if, if we, we, I think we did pick this up many, many months ago, uh, but the sort of thing we want to talk about here is, is the, the silence, the wall of silence from our, our main opposition, um, the Labour Party. And if only the Labour Party had an actual human rights lawyer and former director of public prosecutions who might be skilled in arguing the case against the deportation of British citizens during a lockdown, during a, world, a global pandemic. Um, I, I, this is it. Um, I, I, I just got a, a sort of quote here from Satbir Singh, the Chief Executive of the Joint Council for the Welfare of Immigrants. If you believe the criminal justice system cannot take someone guilty of an offence and rehabilitate them, make sure and make sure they're no longer a danger to society, then you need to fix the criminal justice system. Deporting people doesn't solve anything. I, I, to me, this isn't a difficult thing to a difficult argument to make as an opposition party. It, it it really isn't, especially in the context of the current circumstances of a pandemic and a lockdown and an unpopular incumbent uh, government. This is not a difficult case to make, uh, given that last there was uproar previously in the year and they suspended the flights. But it appears that is not the case. Angelo. So there's a number of different angles that you can take on this. The first angle is one that I've mentioned before, which is we've got, and Dom's going to love this, we have to dead BAME as a term. Because there is there is not cross-racial solidarity. The, the vigour, the vim, 
that Priti Patel has pursued this, going so far as to uh, have an article published in the Daily Mail um, criticising those that would argue against sending, in her words, you know, rapists and criminals um, abroad um, and trying to speak for the BAME community only to have the... And I'm putting BAME in... Always assume, listeners, that when we say BAME, we're putting it in inverted commas, only to have the BAME community tell her in the politest possible terms to take a hoover to her mother, you know. And so that we have to dead this idea of BAME solidarity, number one. Number two, I find it very interesting that of the... I believe it was more than 50 that were due to go on 37 were taken off of the flight due to uh, pressure that was put on by lawyers who kind of advocated on their behalves um and so there is a nugget in there for the old cynic in me which is direct action can work the justice system can work but to speak um about labor in particular I look at who is leading the charge in the Labour Party and I go, I do not have a political home there. You've got Margaret Hodge, who has been, who uh, apparently said that if, to Keir Starmer, that if Jeremy Corbyn was readmitted, um, despite the claims against him of anti Semitism, that she would leave the party. This is the same Margaret Hodge that when she was running a council in the mid-90s apparently didn't know about child sexual abuse that was going on. This is our moral arbiter. Uh, There are some, uh, Ian Hislop would be among them, who would say that she turned a blind eye to it. You've got Keir Starmer, and this is is my key line, and in fact I'm going to stop it because I don't want to monologue. My thought is this, Keir Starmer isn't doing anything about it, because we're 3% and it doesn't poll well. Is there anybody that disagrees with that statement? Because that, that's where I come down on it. Nope. That's the game of politics, right? This is it. I mean, the, the, to me, the Labour Party, they're terrified of anything which might move the needle, whether that's in their favour or seemingly against them. It's, you know, this kind of sort of negative campaigning. Um, I think you mentioned it previously, like... Obama, his thing, he, he ran on hope, like this weird negative campaigning, I just can't, I, I just don't understand it. I, I fundamentally don't understand it. Um, so I think the it's, way- it's, it's a red wall, isn't it? It's this it's this mythical, they've got to win back the red wall. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. And, and it's bollocks. It is, it is. It's the assumption that because so many of them voted Brexit, that them doing the right thing around these deportations is going to piss them off and make sure that they stay conservative. It's bollocks. This is it, but this is, like, we all, like, other than Alana, Don, me and you grew up in the North. Angela, you've lived in the North for a good while. This is not an issue. This is not This is not a swing issue for them. At all. No. At all. And stop it. That no. just It's just equating, like, I think they make the same mistake that Tories make. They, they, they've been lulled into thinking, like, working class means thick and racist and that this yeah, is how it this is how it feels to me when that's not actually the case at all like you don't have to pander to 
to racists. You don't have to worry about upsetting racists. That's just not mm-hmm. it's not the case. I think I think the Labour Party believe that not being Boris Johnson is going to be enough to to win. And I'd like them to ask Hillary Clinton how that went when your basic campaign is I'm not the other person. Because I'll be honest, um if I I've I've said this to a few people, I think there's going to be another election next year. I don't think Boris Johnson's got the stomach for it. Um I think he realizes that he can make a lot more money on the talking circuit and for a lot less effort. I think he's going to hand it over. I think Brexit's going to be a shit show and I think there'll be another election so that they can kind of say, look, if you have this election, then you just got to agree that what we say is right. And I'll be really honest, and this might come across as really selfish and I might get criticised for it, if there's an election next year and the Labour Party kind of is saying what, stating, is kind of what it is at the minute, I will not be getting up early to vote or late to vote. I will not vote for a party that kind of clearly doesn't have not only my interest because I don't I've never voted in my interest when I was a teacher and I was earning good money it was not in my best personal interest to vote for the party that was going to potentially tax me more but if you're not going to look after the vulnerable in society and Labour's literally is in your name then what use are you? What use are you? I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that at all any vote against the Tories is a go- is a good vote for me, especially in its current form. This the sound. I mean, I'm still getting familiarized with the ins and outs of the different political parties here. But you know, just on the circle, well, not even on the surface, but just in this situation, it reminds me a lot of you know the liberals v the conservatives in the states and how liberals are quite moderate but in in being moderate and being neutral in talking the talk but not walking the walk or at least not you know going harder in your convictions um you end up emboldening the right and the um the more conservative side and dan actually there's another quote that i just wanted to share from the article that you mentioned and it said Skirting the issue does not make it go away. Instead, the conservatives get to define the narrative, drag it ever rightwards, and dominate the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens in the States, you know, in deporting dreamers and Mexican immigrants, um, or even detaining Mexican immigrants, something that liberals are apparently up in arms about, but have done absolutely nothing concrete to fight against, or even if we're talking about Black Lives Matter um, and being anti-racist, there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of good jargon, but there's very little action actually being taken. And that's why the Democratic Party is in the position where it's in, because even in an election where you have the most contentious person of all time who was in the White House uh, against Joe Biden, who is a Democrat, there's still a lot of people who felt... Un- unwilling to unwilling to vote for Joe Biden because they were like it's just a little less shit than the alternative. But that's it, Alani. You said Joe Biden, and then you pause and you went, "Who's a Democrat? What the fuck does that mean? What what does he stand for?" And and I would go even further than what you said, Alana. The problem is, is if you have this, if you're reaching for this mythical middle, and you're not willing to stick your neck out for 
people, British citizens that are being deported, you're actually in opposition doing the job of the people that you purport to be uh, against. So why then, I hear what you're saying, Dom, and I've heard a lot of people say this, and the, the argument I often hear is, um, you know, Jeremy Corbyn won, won the ideas but lost the election, and you have to be in power if you're going to make change, and that means you have to do these things. First of all, Jeremy Corbyn wins that election if the Labour Party doesn't act, 2017, if they don't actively try and stop him. But more than that, it's like, I don't think we can... Do you know what would kill the Labour Party forever? Is if Keir Starmer came into power and then led like Tony Blair and kind of did not see things improve. It would destroy Labour forever. And so this... Maybe that's what needs to happen now. Oh, I, I, well, now you're speaking my language. Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Bob Marley that doesn't get played on the radio. Um, yeah. And so this is my issue, is that if if Labour winning, if, if Keir Starmer not taking a position on British citizens being deported is what Labour needs to do to win, then how is that better than the Tories? Explain it. Because if as, they as, do as, win, as, they actually won't deport the Jamaicans. Will they not? Well, they not. probably not. Probably even, not. E- even if it shows that it's good polling to do so. Well, you got me there, aren't you? It's a numbers game. 